to free beers and a movie. Nice. Hello and welcome to episode 84 of Free Beers and a Movie. I'm Richard Laird and I'm with today. Me, Andy, Andy Kennedy. And Colby the guy. And we're, where are we again, Colby, uh, this we're, time? We're in work again. Because we, uh, we can't say where we work. We can't say where we work, no. Um, so it's no beers. Calm down, beer. No beer, maybe. It's hot chocolate and cola, the most middle class sandwich in the world. It's not middle class, it's, it's fucking it's salad on flatbread with mustard. That is middle class. And sir. cheese and, and chicken or something. Is that ham. cucumber, I see? Yeah. My god. Um, yeah, that's it's, middle class. It's healthy, it's good. We've been healthy. Right, <laughs> okay, so. Just think, in, in like 60 years' time, I'll still be doing this shit because I'm in health. <laughs> you think you think you're like 200 years old? Oh, well, yeah, You're not Highlander. Maybe. 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 Um, right, <laughs> I'm so Scottish. As you for pressure time, I'm going to be brief again tonight. Yes, um, so I've not watched anything at home. What have you watched? Not at home, but what have you watched of interest? Um, talk about? At home, I have watched some stuff. Okay, I've started watch? watching Future Man. Who's in this? Um, the boy from, I can't remember his name, Josh somebody from the Hunger Games movies. Hutchison? Yes, Josh Hutchison's in it. Um, he's, he's in it, and uh, Haley Joel Osment's in it as well. Right, okay. And Keith David, or David Keith, oh, which one's the black one? Keith David, Keith David's Keith, black one, yeah. Keith David as well, damn it. So it's a good cast, um, and it's basically ripping the piss out of everything 80s, like every type of movie and genre that is 80s, so it rips the piss out of Terminator and, and What's the, the point future. of this? What's the point of it? point is, um, last Starfighter idea is there's a video game out there, no one's ever completed. Dude completes the video game, turns out that's the train kind of module for who's going to change the future. Okay. So the Warriors for the future come back to get him in the past, go back to the past to try and change the future, but end up going back to the future to find all fucked up. Is it a TV show or a movie? TV show. Uh, two seasons. Is it cheap looking? No, it's actually right. Sci-Fi channel does it, but it's, so it's cheap looking. Yeah. Cheap looking, yeah. It's produced by Seth Rogen. That's, that's not necessarily a hallmark it's, quality, sir. Do you know, it's a love letter to everything we love, our, kind of, our ideals, it's a love letter. Is there Mackenzie Westmore in it? No. Weekend, <laughs> 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 but it's really good fun. It's proper. Is it just, um, no, just an original. Your, your hesitation makes you think it might be based no, on but then you did not. It's, it's a lot of fun, but it's just, just within the, fir- the first episode they kind of reference Easy Rider, Terminator, Back to the Future, Alien stuff like that. Just just thrown in there all the time. Just constant references. You think we hit, are we possibly hitting saturation with eighties references right now? No, no, because no, th- this is done. Really well, but this okay. is done with a great lot. These both like it a lot. It's on Netflix. Yes, on Netflix. I'll look for it. I, I don't like Josh Hutcherson, but this has given him a whole new lease of life. Like, oh, fuck, Josh Hutcherson. He's, he's all right, actually. Right, fair enough. Yeah, really, really good. And I'm watching that, and I finished Nurse Jackie eventually. Nice one, well um, done. This was ages ago. I finished it eventually. Was later. I we talked about this last the last time you were on? Because you said it was a, it was an underwhelming ending because after oh, seven was, seasons. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit like kind of alright. Okay, that it done. But um, then after but seven seasons, you have to. You do. Yeah, you've got to kind of stop somewhere. That's good, and I'm still watching a good life. So, still enjoying that? I'm just, it's really, really it's, do you know what? It's funny as fuck. Well. It's yeah. so, so well written for something. But in 1974, I think it was. Do you know what? Every joke hits perfectly. And the acting is exquisite. Well done to you. That's me, I'm done. And Andy. you've went from like a, a cinema junkie to a couch potato Netflix junkie, yeah. basically. No, because I don't get to watch TV either. So I'm mm. having to kind of do this like kinda, when I should be asleep and stuff. Right, right, the right. pantheon of TV available to call and he's sitting watching The Good Life. Mm. You know, everything available and he's watching The Good Life. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> and well, what, what, I've watched, what did I say? I've watched um, Glass, which I know you've discussed. So what do you think? Well, Carl's not discussed it. What did you think of overall? Uh, I actually really liked it. I'd okay. seen all the bad reviews and negativity and I get some of it, but overall... I thought it was pretty strong, yeah, yeah. Um, especially McAvoy, he was... McAvoy, he had the shining light. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. If he wasn't in it, 
I could see yeah. the bad reviews, but he saves it for me. He so does save it. He makes yeah. it a watchable yeah. film. Exactly, first, for yeah. me, the first hour was completely dull and pointless. The yeah, final yeah. 20 minutes is fucking ridiculous. I'd go so far to say that I wasn't watching the movie so much as watching him. Yes, you're yeah, entirely... And so. you can tell um, M. Night Shyamalan is doing the same because he basically mm. he takes out... Um, Sam Jackson's role is minimal. Bruce Willis is minimal. Yeah, yeah. Because he, yeah. he just fell in love with everything that um, McAvoy was doing. Yeah. What I noticed about it, and it's dead weird, and I don't know what's going on, it's weird, but the, the boy that plays Bruce Willis' son, Weirdest eyes, didn't he? He does. It yeah. was like these. Dark, I thought he was wearing contact lenses because his eyes were so big and dark, and I was kind of obsessed with his eyes throughout the whole movie. I've seen him in something else, playing a kind of creepy type character. Break-up. You know he's a boy from a break-up. Yeah, yeah. He's the same, same, same kid. Mm-hmm. 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 Really well. I know. I like the idea of what they were going to do with him at one point. I like the idea, the idea of him being the was it Overwatch's yeah, fault? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What they were doing, the character seemed interesting, but then they just because of Shaman's love for the Mac, and I get, I totally understand his love yeah. for the Mac Boy performance. They just completely just brush past everything yeah, to do with yeah. um, Glass and with um, the Willis character. Well, no, because you're making a sequel. If you're making a film that's supposed to be like a sequel and all these three things from yeah. the, you, know, you almost have to give everyone equal time to actually mm-hmm. show what they can do. And that film does not do that. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. Enjoyed, enjoyed it for it. what it was. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Rate it compared to the up the other three in the series. Oh, um, better than Unbreakable. Not as good as Unbreakable. Better than Split. Slightly better than Split. Yeah, I'd put okay. it in the middle. Yeah. I'd put it on par with Split and better than Unbreakable because I prefer Split. Oh, I'd put Unbreakable well ahead of both of them. Yeah, yeah, then what? Unbreakable. Then Split. Then. Then Clash. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, I get seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. I give it six and a half. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's not terrible. Just, it just, it felt like the idea was bigger than the ideas were bigger than the actual mm-hmm. execution. And Shyamalan was quite his wee cameo was quite clever as well. Because yeah, that was the same character. Yeah, yeah. 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 At least he wasn't playing the greatest writer in the world ever. Like he yeah. wasn't playing the water. <laughs> yeah. What else did I say? I watched uh, the Girl on the Spider's Web. Did you enjoy that? Sorry, it's more like a. Uh, it was more like a reboot. A it's definitely a reboot, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're trying to kind of set it up as almost like a an avenging vigilante, angel. avenging angel type thing. So it takes away a bit of the kind of highbrow stuff from the originals. Yep. But she was quite good. What's her name? Claire Foy. Claire Foy. She was actually pretty good. She, I liked her in the role. again, much like actually the, with Glass. I thought she was a standout in the role, but yeah, I thought the film yeah. itself was pretty dull. I, I, I lost interest very yeah, quickly. Yeah, some of it I was like, okay, I can see what you're trying to do, but it's no, there's not enough excitement. To be all out action, but yeah. you're not going highbrow enough to make it a, fruit, a proper kind of like invested drama. Do you know what I mean, or any kind of intellectual drama? So it was uh, a bit. Ask this at the time of you. Is it meant to be a prequel or a sequel? Or a sequel. Because it's a sequel. It is. Because yeah. they reference things that happen in yeah, yeah, Dragon yeah. Tattoo. But it's yeah. a completely different writer because obviously he's he's dead. So yeah. the family. So it's just it's in the world of things. What's his name? Steve Larson. Steve Larson's the guy who wrote this. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would say my, I, saw, I, I thought it was, it was passable for like a, a thriller, but I think there's much better stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably say I'd ref, I prefer the Swedish version of oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Dragon Tattoo over, by far, by far. over the even over the Fincher version and over over that. Although strangely, Fincher's still talking about doing his sequels after the World War Z two. Yeah, yeah. yeah so oh it's all going to be out of whack then. Do you yeah, know what I mean? So. I agree. I just don't think there's much of an appetite for a sequel after the mm-hmm. first one. I didn't think people really embraced it enough. Yeah. Um, but I do like her in the role. Uh, who was it? Was it Naomi Ripley's played her in the. Mm-hmm. Was it hard to play that in the, um, the reboot? 
um, does the same thing with a, a bunch of lesbian bikers as well. He makes a similar remark, and it's like again that that scene offered nothing in the film other than you wanted to say something, you wanted to say those words in some way. Mm. So which men is like a, they're trying to make a point against the current kind of maybe over policey thing, yes, but it just comes across as quite. Quite yeah, garish, yeah, you know. It didn't yeah. really, seem, it didn't really make any point with it other than yeah, you wanted yeah. to put in. So was he doing a similar character to the Grand Turismo? Yes, it's, 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 it's that grouchy older man, older man um, who's sort of like a bit pissed off at the world, pissed off at the family. You know, he's been, he's been sort of work was more important than, than family life. Yeah. So he's not really stretching himself that way. Equally, the films itself not really stretching himself. You've seen Clint Eastwood do this thing before. He's yeah. not doing anything. You go right, oh, he's doing something different. Even Jersey Boys, what it was, is different. He's Clint Eastwood doing a musical. You know, so that was yeah. something. You're stretched at that point. This is just filming landscapes that look very pretty. The story itself seems very safe at times. You know, it doesn't really seem like he's ever in any danger. Yeah. Because no one really suspects him at any point. Well, a lot of his films are kind of safe though. He's almost got that kind of Spielberg esque kind of style to all of his stories and his, his direction. He's been yeah, quite safe in general. Yeah, 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 very, yeah, very, yeah, very linear. Yeah. Um, just kind of, just a wee bit dull to be honest. You can mm. hope for more, I think. Um, I think people would want to maybe have something like a Sicario or something like that out of it. It's definitely not yeah, that yeah. kind of film. Was Michael Pena funny in it? Not enough in it. Like I said, have Cooper, Pena, Garcia, Fishburne, Diane Weiss have almost nothing to do. They all get a scene each and that's pretty much so, it. So right, here's, here's a controversial question now. Um, how old is it? 80... 80 what now? 87, 88 something. I must be close oh, to 90. I must be in the late 80s now. Can yeah. he still act? I think he can still act, yeah. I think so. Yeah, because at the start of the film he's playing someone who's like 14 years younger, so they do a bit of de-aging to make him a bit right. younger, and he still he has a bit of a charm at that point. Because you do get a point where you wonder, is it like that because of cartridge? You know I mean? It's not something, yeah. you still need to work at it and uh. learn stuff, and, that, and you start to wonder, like, so driving, you know what I mean? Uh. When, when you told to drive, when you told to act, do you know what I mean? The Just question is, how do you direct, how did, do you direct Clint Eastwood? He's, he's been in a thousand films, and now he's directing himself, like, how does he tell Joe he's not doing a good performance, you know? Yeah, who's got the balls in the set to go, at what point do we see an old man walking around pushing himself before someone says Clint that's it's not, not one, not yeah. one um, so very baseline six and a half out of ten next one one I think you should see because you don't know who the man is and you should go see it it's good um, is Vice uh, directed by Adam McKay who did The Big no, Shot no relation no did The Big Shot did Anchorman the other guys Step Brothers so he's yeah, yeah. yeah, won an Oscar for The Big Shot did he also do some touch up work on Yamp Man he was a writer Writer on Ant Man yeah, with um, yeah. Ant Man, who who's that? Um, yeah, Paul, Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd, yeah. 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 Um, so in this film, you've got Christian Bale, um, Amy Adams, Steve Carell, Sam Rockwell, Alison Pill, Eddie Marzan, Jesse Plemons, Alfred Molina. Everyone's in this film. And the plot is ba- it's basically trying to get under the skin of Dick Cheney, who was the Vice President of the United States under George Bush, mm-hmm. and basically caused all hell of chaos by launching wars and, and doing all sorts of bad things. And he's trying to get to the heart of this guy because basically he's one of the most secretive people in politics over the last 50 years. No one really knows anything about him. To the point that's put up at the start of the film, going, this, this, is, this film is based on a true story, or as true as we can make something about the most secretive man in history, we did our fucking best. Mm-hmm. That's literally the opening lines mm-hmm. of the film. Right, here's it. So, right, so I don't know Dick Cheney. I didn't know he was a bad guy. Dick Cheney. Nobody knows, does he? He's done he is a bad guy. Right, so he, he starts all these wars, right, which I take it up now, years later, have been deemed as illegal wars. <coughs> yes. At the time, uh-huh. was his justification valid? 
No. What, what, was, no. There, was there a certain reason? Because obviously, you can't just say you fucking president wanted Bobby. From, what you, from film, what you get in the film, what you get in the film, from what you get in the film, logic to push that motion forward. From what you get in the film and what you get in the the, the movie and the and reading about him, like the, what is out there, he is a guy who he was always on the front or very very right wing, very yeah. very sort of very Republican, liked small government, but something happened in nine eleven that twisted his mind mm. that he thinks everyone's after him. And he goes after the country, and he uses that as a as leverage to do things yeah. that he wanted to do. That a lot of the time did benefit him and people he knew in companies he, he was on, like you know, for example, Harry Button was a big one yeah. that he was a vice president, I think, or a president of that at one point. And because of that, they got all the sort of um, the deals in Iraq and they made but the money. But what, what that. I mean is that you can't just go to the government and say, "Yeah, I want to put more," because then well, they do. You've got they literally do. At the one point, they everyone tell them, "No, the the um, it's the the terrorists all came from Saudi Arabia." And they were based in Afghanistan, and it came from Obama, Osama bin Laden, who's mm-hmm. in, who in Afghanistan. And he said, "Yeah, but what about Iraq? I want to know about Iraq." And he's like, "But the, the people tell him there's no connection to Iraq." So he basically had tasked people to find a single connection between and Afghanistan and Iraq. Yes, it was. No matter yeah. how, t- and it basically turned into the tenuous. So it was some guy, some some Iraqi guy, once met uh, Osama bin Laden. They used that as pretense to bomb Iraq. Um, and that guy who, who they took on is the pretense of the guy who started ISIS. Right. So you, 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 they make their own monsters, and that's what they're trying to show you in this film. But then, surely, God, why am I defending Dick Cheney? Don't defend Dick Cheney. Um, but, but Saddam Hussein would have still been around then, would he not? Yes. He would have been mm-hmm. so but he was a bad guy. He was a bad guy, but again, it's, just, it's why we have a sovereign country. You can't even be in a sovereign country without evidence and proof of doing it. Yeah, I've done it before, do it again. You shouldn't do it, no, that's the point. Right, chuckle. Um, the film itself, Christian Bale, fantastic in it, he's playing Dick Cheney, does a lot of makeup, yeah, but yeah. a head all the way on, looks really good, got the voice down. Because the thing about everyone said about Dick Cheney was he was the most uncharismatic fucker you can ever imagine. He had a completely monotone voice, nothing charismatic about him at all, but man, he just weed himself into these places of power. So he gets that, so this sort of like right. the banal guy at the centre of everything yeah, that's happening. Image in my head, exactly. speaking, and yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy who shot a person in the face, and, and the, yeah, the person yeah. he shot in the face apologised to him. Yeah. You know, that's the guy he is. Um, winner for me was um, Amy Adams, she plays his wife, oh, and she's know. she's very good in it. Steve Carell plays Don McDonald Grunfeld, and he's basically sort of he's what you would probably see more as a conniving politician, the guy who's sort of mm. backstabbing and wants to get ahead. He, he plays that really well. Uh, Sam Rockwell plays George Bush and does a sort of not a parody of George Bush, but it's sort of Saturday Night Live, George Bush. Not quite that, but it's on. It's kind of it's pushing towards yeah. that. Um, yeah, George Bush is a, a Saturday Night Live. Aye, essentially, Bush yeah. Come on. Um, it's comparable to JFK in some ways because it's got loads of major actors in really small roles. Like mm-hmm. Jesse Plemons has got a really important role, but he's barely in it. But he's very important in it. Mm-hmm. Same way Alfred Molina. Do you want to going to that? Molina, he's gone. He's gone the same way that JFK did before you know, they brought in John Candy and they brought yeah, in yeah, Donald yeah. Sullivan. He's like, oh shit, that's yeah. one of the greatest actors of all time. Just a random like throwaway role. Yeah. Eddie Marsden's in the film, he maybe says about four lines, but he's like, why are you there? Because I want to be in this film. Is he playing an American? Yeah. Oh. But you wouldn't know because he barely speaks in the film. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so he wouldn't remark, but he's just like, that's Eddie Marsden in the yeah, film. Um, <laughs> Alison Pill as well, she plays the daughter. Who's um, she? She yeah. plays um, Cheney's daughter because Cheney's daughter turned out as gay. And he was very sort of that was a line he wouldn't cross. He wouldn't support any sort of anti-gay policies. So he, ha- he actually did have some sort of moral compass at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's, it's a strange film from Kaiti. Yeah, we, we yeah. won an Oscar for the big shot. Yeah, which yeah, which is, it seems to have found a wee kind of yeah. a wee 
what's like the big shot? It throws everything possible at you. It's fast. It fa- fast as hell. Yeah. Edited really slickly. Has like loads of literally like throwing like board game scenarios at you, just trying to show you how things are done and trying to explain things to you. Kind of the way it does in Big Shot with like um, Margot Robbie explaining things to you. It throws everything it possibly can at you over the course of two hours to try and explain as much as possible um, and try and break it down to make it understandable as well because they're using terms and that's what, that's what that is yeah, yeah. to try and bring it home to you. Um, but throughout the whole film, there's a, like an extreme confidence in what they're doing, but they know what they're doing is, is, is done well. And the actors have that about them as well, and the style of the filmmaking has that as well, which I'm really impressed so, with. Some, so I'm the audience, so I don't do politics. I follow uh-huh. less American politics. Yep. Which one motivates you to see this film? I would go and say for Bale and Bale and Adams' performance. I hate Amy Adams. Which well, one motivates you? I, think I hate Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> the performances are all excellent, but if you're not into politics, I'm probably going to guess you're not going to get the same out of it. Definitely not. See, I'm not thinking. into politics, but just to call back to that, I really enjoyed JFK. If you, you JFK can still enjoy a movie if you're not into oh, uh, yeah. you JFK. The seems more important, though, historically. This though, seems just as important, honestly. You're watching so? it. Yeah, whatever that's happening now is being caused by this. Yeah. That's yeah. the point. It is the secrecy. It probably is just as important because it was so whitewashed and all yeah. kind of secretive about it. You know what I mean? So yeah. So definitely, if you, you can't go and see it. Did they get called Dick? No, he's called Dick. He was he openly went by Dick. <laughs> he likes that. He, he likes, likes Dick. He loves Dick. Sorry, just trying to humour this week. It's getting a bit heavy. Um, eight out of ten. So, so yeah, but it's eight and a half out of ten. Oh. Really enjoyed it. Really Oscar nods. Bale's got Oscar nods definitely. Yeah. Um, he'll probably win it as well. I think so. Um, Mackay might get stripped. Okay. Yeah. You don't like her? Uh, Why not? Like She's like Ella Fisher too much, can't we? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think she's terrible. Amy Adams, I just I don't I get it. I think she's terrible. I think she's very. She plays a lot of similar roles. She's yeah, not yeah. getting at all. Yeah. Um, Bird film. She should marry Tom Hardy and fuck off. Yeah. Anyway. Bird film. Yeah. Destroyer. Oh, and Nicole Kidman. Yeah, directed mm-hmm. by Kiriana Kusama, who directed a film called The Invitation. Have you seen that film? Mm-hmm. Fucking on Netflix, a brilliant film. It's a proper film. What was it called? The Invitation. Uh, this couple go for a dinner I've at a, seen that a house, script. and it has yeah. a really fucked up ending. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, brilliant film. It's all dialogue and all mm-hmm. really okay. taut, tight thriller mm-hmm. and a horror. Um, and also done a film called Girl Fight. Back in the day, years ago. Um, oh, give me one cast that I've seen this. Oh. Okay. Jennifer's Body. I know all that, I've not seen that. Eon Flux. Eon Flux is really good, I liked it. Bad reviews, but I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. In this film, Nicole Kevin plays a detective um, and she's investigating a murder, but at the same time, it's, sort of, it, it's t- t- intrinsically tied in with something that happened in her life like 15 years ago during a an undercover yeah, work she was doing. Yeah. Um, the two stories sort of go hand in hand, and it's sort of you see both stories at the same time. Um, and you've got Nicole Kidman playing the, the, the detective. Sebastian Stan is in it as well, or Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier you. Yeah. Uh, I you know who he is. <laughs> uh, Toby Kebble, who. I don't uh, like him. Why not? God, that's all the other. It's his face, I'm over. Is it? What have you done bad? I mean, apart from being in the no, Fantastic Four, it's not a horrible face. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Scoot McNary. I don't know who he is, I know who he is. He's the one in. He's the reporter in Batman vs. Superman. He's the one in the wheelchair. Wheelchair. No. no. Um, Bradley Whitford. Get out, you can get out. Yeah. See the dad and get out. So, very dark, very moody, very film noir. It's like, it, you can imagine it's written by Elmer Leonard. You know, it's that kind mm-hmm. of type of film. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does take its time to tell the stories. It's like two hours long and it, it, it makes you use all fucking two hours of yeah. that, two hours. Um, what I did like about it was Nicole Kidd is basically playing a drunk who's struggling with life and doesn't know how to deal with it and basically it's basically on the verge of suicidal mm. to a certain degree as well and if not suicidal self-destructive she wants somebody else to kill her essentially mm. um, 10 years ago that film has not been made with Nicole Kidman in the role that's getting made by like 
like Banner or somebody playing the role, they would never cast a woman to play that mm. role. And they don't necessarily change the role for the folk that are in it. It's the same role that a guy would play. Mm-hmm. So, again, good to see a role like that get put towards a woman rather than put towards just a generic, you know, yeah. de- another hard-nosed detective, you know, on the way out. Um, supporting cast are all good, but they're overshadowed by Kidman. It is her film. Like, definitely. Oh, she wearing any prosthetics or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah it looks like looks it. Like the nose definitely looks prosthetic. Uh, right. like it's like something done to it. And she's basically, she's just kind of like a very dowdy looking, you know, sort of, mm-hmm. she has a lot of kind of like... Yeah. I won't lie, when I heard about it, the first thing that came to my head was Nicole Kidman's went to agent went, go find me a goddamn Oscar nod script right now. It does seem yeah. like that, yeah. It definitely does have to look, it feels like an Oscar mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. In, in, a, in a nice way, because it's, it's, it's not your usual redemption story you get for Oscars. It's, it's definitely a dark, but it's definitely that way of seeing Nicole Kidman do something that you've not seen her do before. Right. You know, and that's what makes it... That's really the actual tagline, you've never seen a Nicole Kidman uh-huh. movie like this before. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's what got, got me thinking that. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Yeah. It probably explains why she's, she's probably done Aquaman, got the money for Aquaman, and then done this on the side. Just something yeah. else. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really engaging. Um, Dug everything that happened in it. Apart from the ending, slightly underwhelming. It, it doesn't really tie it together enough for me. It felt mm. like it was a bit of a slightly, slightly, slight cop out ending. They could have done a little bit better with it. But um, overall, really good. Solid 8 out of 10. Is it getting any Oscar nods? I think she might do. I think she did. Mm. Not right, she has actually. No, that's what I'm trying to I don't, I don't Didn't see her name, but yeah. you can see why she would be going for it. I don't think it did. Mm. No. no. Oscars are a bit kind of weird for themselves. Did the whole shared universe and at the end she's going back to Atlantis? No, she did not do that. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be an ending. <laughs> that would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Then. Um, um, what was I surprised about the Oscars never got a nod? Um, a quick thing? Nothing. But yeah, Beaming Rhapsody got loads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's shit. Yeah, which is it's weird. I thought a quiet place would have got at least something. At least a Hector. Not a single fucking thing. Yeah. I watched, I watched yeah. that again recently. Um, How's it hold up, Mr. Austin? Amazingly well. Yeah. Cool. Really well. Yeah. Yeah. I had to yell at Jill a couple times to stop looking at her phone when watching it. But um, other than that, it was very, very good. Um, final film. Oh, so, cool. 8 out of 10 for the Destroyer. Final film is a Scottish film called Isolani. Oh, did you go and see that? You said I that. did. Right. So I've got nothing better to do with my time. <laughs> uh, directed by R. Paul Wilson, um, who directed a film called Our Magic, which is a documentary. And I am pretty sure I've met this guy before. I saw a picture of him going, I have met this man before, I'm sure I met him at like a, a book signing somewhere. It was, right, um, okay. Who was signing books? Uh, was it Max Hastings? Not Max Hastings. Who wrote World War Z? Max oh, Brooks. There was me and you went to that. I think you were there. Did me and you go to that? Yeah. Oh, did they? No, they no, didn't. Me, no, I got me separately. Is this Aye. the Scottish guy you remember from the book signing? <laughs> no, it wasn't Colin. No, it wasn't Colin. <laughs> um, and also, oddly, this film is, is produced by Chris Commons. You know who Chris Commons is? He's a rapper. No, he's a football player. Ah, right. yeah, rapper. Well, rappers are different yeah. Commons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's Commons, not Commons. Uh, plot of this film is a young girl sees a murder taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically the police want to try to get her to, to, to become witness to this. Um, and the people who know she did the murder, um, or the murder happened, are trying to obviously kill her and stop her from doing it. Tied into that is that the guy who did the murder is in cahoots with a police officer who's charged with detecting the girl. Right, okay. Okay, so it's kind of very, very, yeah, very backstabbing, everyone knows yeah. something that, that, that somebody else. Yeah. Um, very much a product of his budget. Is uh, it a Scottish? Scottish it film. It's getting all shot in Glasgow. Right, you recognise okay. everybody, everybody, everybody on, on film are recognised. Right, okay. Um, starring guy Jim Sweeney, Katrina Evans and Diane Brooks-Webster. I don't know who any of them are, so yeah. I'm not going to time on them. Um, it's definitely... A, because it's a part of his budget, repeat locations, so you see the same place quite a lot, you're like, oh, I've seen this room before, yeah. I've seen that room before. Um, and it feels like a sort of TV movie or like a silent witness episode. Right. doesn't feel cinematic. No, not 
big enough. No, it uh, feels quite small. How's the action? Is it amateur? It's it, it, arm drum at times. Yeah. And that's when you feel it. You know the way when you watch really bad action or even like sort of theatre action if it's not very good and everyone takes a minute before they say a line, like a wee beat before they say a line? Yeah. It's not natural, it's almost they're waiting for the person to finish a line. Maybe a careful Yeah, go. Yeah. 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 It has a lot of that going on. You felt like it was like a tight edit with that, but right. it just never really beat, uh, didn't really work for me. Um, it's, it's way slower than it has to be. It takes forever to wrap up. Um, just kind of dull, to be honest. And it felt like, again, it's more the budget that I think has caused the problems. Right. It looks cheap at times. But you can see the guys trying to do something. Do you know what the budget was? I think it was like, like, like 100,000. It was very big. I think it shot in like something like 22 days. Right. You know, so it was done. That'll be your lottery money if it paid for that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so it was, it was very quickly done. So you can see that. Um, but yeah, you can see the guys always like, did something. And the fact that someone gets a movie made in the cinemas needs to be applauded. Well, and certainly yeah. a film like this. Cause Is it going to get shown outside of Scotland? Do you think? I don't or think is so. Is it because we're kind of obligated that way to show we a have certain a percentage of legal obligation to show a certain number of films per year that are um, of Scottish origin. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I think that might be even like one in the cinema. But there's a few films like that, that have shown up there recently, like yeah. sort of, sort of just, just some, are some are better than others. Yeah, definitely. This was one of the kind of weaker ones, I would say. Yeah, out of ten. Six. That's not terrible. Like I, said, I, I appreciate was, the effort. I thought you were going to say. Appreciate yeah, the effort. The effort was there, and you got to appreciate a guy who can raise the money to make a film in this day and age, and got in Scotland and do it under his own fruition. Do you think there's a future in there for him? I think he's definitely he's maybe do something. I'm not sure. I think he maybe needs a better idea. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, not going to go and see it. No. no. But that's us for this Even week. Even it's on Netflix, I'm going to see it. No, that's us for this week. Next week we have Green Book, which you're off to see tonight. I'm going to see that tonight. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it. It's good. You should go see that. Oh, but this is the yeah, big, yeah, the big, well, o- the big Oscar kind of. Yeah. Get yeah. a big push for that one. Um, How to Train Your Dragon, Hidden World, which I think you're going to have to go and see as well. Yes. See yes. Um, can you ever forgive me? Which is the one with um, Richard E. Grant and Melissa McCarthy. Uh, you know, it's Richard E. Grant's first Oscar nomination. Is it? I thought he was one with Neil and I. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. That was more like an after the fact cult. Was it? Did it have big money when it first came out? Oh, okay. Uh, and also Escape Room. Is it? Which is actually an alright views. Is it? <laughs> I'm going to see it Sunday. I'm not going to fault it. It's not as bad as I think we've been led to believe it could be. So. Okay. But tell me where to find this film. Number three beers in the movie at Gmail. Else, Facebook, Twitter. Twitter, and Instagram. Come find us anyway. Okay. I've been calling, you've been. Yeah, Andy, and I forgot been. to say, Rena Superman's quit. Okay. I'm finished. I'm yeah, done. Rena Superman